Inspired by a galaxy far, far away. You're listening to Fans of the Force Podcast. Connor found you. I won't. Hello, Star Wars fans. It's another exciting episode of Fans of the Force Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I am your dashing host, John Frederick. And with me are my co-hosts and uh, rock and roll warriors of Star Wars, Adrian and Cat Ray. Hello, my friends. Hey, John. Cat Ray, John. So nice to hear your voices again. I, I, I miss you guys when we're not doing this. I really do. Me too. Well, and what the audience doesn't know, but probably could ascertain, is that we're in daily contact with one another when <laughs> Star Wars news breaks out. Uh, we break into one another's lives, and so it's although we we don't get to record podcasts every day, uh, we get to uh, sneak into each other's daily lives, which I think is a blast. You know, it's oh, funny boy. you bring that up because this past Saturday we didn't message message each other at all, and I noticed. <laughs> you you know what? Like, I think you're right. Now that you mention yeah. it, yeah, because I was camping that weekend. I was uh, seeing Hamilton. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's sorry, Sunday morning. Not sorry. That Sunday morning, I was like, I didn't talk to John or Cadre yesterday. Wow. And, and life was incomplete. Life was just a little empty. Not the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it was miserable. It's like, oh my God, I didn't bug those two at all. No, 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 no. This will never. I promise right here on the podcast, I will never stop bugging you guys ever. <laughs> All right. One day. That's okay. You're stuck with me. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You see that? Group now? hug. Just ready? Aww. <laughs> oh. No. Uh, okay. Let's get right into the Star Wars news. What in the world <laughs> of Star Wars is going on? Um, all right. So, um, we've got some fun things to geek out about. Um, it's official now. Uh, we will get The Last Jedi, uh, available for digital download March 14th and out on Blu ray on March 27th. Yay! (laughs) Okay. Have you guys picked out your exclusive yet? Which, which retail version for the Blu ray? Or am I the only. One here that really <laughs> looks into that. I no, I haven't picked yet, and I haven't researched yet. But I'm dying to know all the different ones. Um, I I go for whatever is easiest, so it will probably just be Amazon. I mean, if you just like the usual Blu-ray DVD combo pack, I guess. Oh, I know. Yeah, as long as I get my digital download, guys. Right. Yeah. As long as, if I can get that, the three of those things, that's the key important thing to me. But yep. some of the other places have cool little additional things that they, they throw do. in, like extra footage or a nice little packaging. S- yep, a nice little thing in the packaging, like uh, extra set photos or whatever. So Adrian, which of the the retailers are you looking at? Saying cat, I mean, you don't care, but I'm just saying you might want to care. The Target version comes with a 40 page booklet with ooh, ooh. a bunch of nice little photos and ooh. and whatnot. 
Um, so I'm just saying, you know, you'll find yourself at Target on, what is it, the 28th? Yeah. Is it the 28th? Well, the 27th, I think, is the 27th. Tuesday. Usually the, the releases 27, come out right. on a Tuesday. Um, Guys, I, I, I think would go I'm, for the Target exclusive. I think I'm so tempted right now to own this movie that I will, even though I usually get the free digital download and wait, I might just buy the digital download early this time. Wow. I'm so tempted. See, I know. I'm tempted too, but that <laughs> stuff actually really irks me when they, the double dipping. Yeah, well, when, I mean, yeah. I'm going to buy several copies of this movie throughout the years anyway. So, like, I didn't buy the dig- the, <laughs> the advanced digital download with TFA or Nor did I. One. Same here. So, no. I'm going to stay strong. It's going to be hard, though, because, yeah. like, where where are you guys sitting with your theatrical viewings? Are you still at four each? I'm at four, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I picked at three. Oh, only Weeks three? House. Yeah, Weeks oh. House, I know. Yeah, well, me too, so fail okay i know that's why it's gonna be really hard because i really want to watch it again you know i'm, I'm not gonna throw my wife under the bus <clears throat> which, which is what one says but you're right totally before, throwing your wife under the bus exactly what one says before he throws his wife under the bus but i for like forever she's been very understanding of my personal need to see these films in the theater as many times as possible Except this Uh time around. I'm not sure what it is. Mm. She's like, didn't you just go last week? I did. Yes. True story. But I'd like to see it again. How many times do you need to see it? As many as I can. I mean, we've been married for seven years now. It's like, you should know this about me. Yeah. It was in the contract. And, and now, you know this. And now that I'm a part of a, a Star Wars podcast, I think it's more important. So, so not it's to throw important. her yeah. under the bus, but that's my my reasoning is that I'm just trying to keep peace in the household. You know what I'm saying? Just keep the peace. <laughs> I've seen it four that's times. Fair. That's plenty. That's fair. That's really enough that we're saving money to go on a cruise. So. We could devote that seven, eight, twelve bucks, whatever it is, to something. Well, there's your the reason right there. I mean, you guys <laughs> to are buy a, to... to buy a drink. Right, drink. exactly. Well, to pay off the drink package because I'm not buying it <laughs> one know. at a time. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then I'll be owning it soon enough, and I can watch it as much as I want. So yeah. Oh, oh, and this time around, oh. it does come with a commentary right off the bat. Nice. Yes. So and none of this. The, uh, there's also going to be the uh, the feature length, um, yes. like documentary, which is really cool. That that Dude. something like that is being included right off the yes. bat. That's yes. really awesome. That I am so the Jedi and the director. I think it's called something along those lines. Yes, I think you're right. Yes. Yeah, I am. I am so pumped for that. Uh, almost as pumped as I am for just seeing the movie again, like in my living room. And and just, not yeah. to mention, like close to what half an hour, forty five minutes of deleted scenes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, fourteen. Yeah, I think be, is what I read. Yeah, fourteen. Fourteen deleted scenes. Wow. So there's going to be some good stuff. I mm-hmm. I think if even if your feelings are not 
the most kind towards Ryan Johnson and the last Jedi. I would <laughs> hope that people can appreciate the, well, maybe they, I don't know. Uh, anyway, have you been but I, on social media. Lately? I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate, I think I could say we appreciate like kind of this. I don't know this, this attention to, you know, thinking about what our fans going to want to see. Like the fact that there's like a feature length documentary that goes behind the scenes to look at Ryan making this movie. Like that's really cool. And including deleted scenes and commentary so that we're not having to wait for that. Like, I feel like Ryan making this movie, like not only the movie itself, but like just kind of everything behind the scenes, it feels like, you know, he's doing this as a fan for the fans. Yeah. So. Yeah. I totally get that too. I totally agree with that. Yeah. That's just the feeling I get. And so I think it's really awesome that we're getting all this stuff like right up front without Mm -hmm. having to wait for, wait for it. You know, it's totally, it is totally amazing. And I'm glad they're not, well, probably not going to do that TFA thing where they really sit again later. And, you know, yeah, Fil- I, you know, Filoni knows we don't deserve it right now, but we're getting it. And <laughs> I just, I'm happy. I'm happy that we're just right off the bat. A great, great release. Um, They learned their lesson, I think, because I, mean, I I was mad that I had to double dip. Like I, I, I remember went to Target. Because I always get my exclusives with Target. They have good exclusives. They seem to have to pretty this. good exclusives. Yeah. Um. Remember, Force Awakens day one. I grab it and I was like, "Oh, this is the Target exclusive. It's a lot thinner in person. It looked all awesome <laughs> on the website. Okay, well, and it was such a bare bones release. Like yeah. there's no nothing on it, and I was yeah. so disappointed. And then nine months later or seven months later, however long it took, I ended up buying that new edition with like I everything. I still haven't bought that. And yeah, nor have I. It's totally worth it, by Is the way. It? Uh, <laughs> worth it. See if it's still on Amazon. I, I feel I'm like it, that's the full release. That That is the Force Awakens Blu-ray right there. All what right, we got before right. was just a disc with a movie, and that was pretty much it, with a few watered-down extras. That was They didn't do anything with Rogue One, so my target Rogue One was... It's, it's a nice box that are off the bed, and now I'm happy that we're doing the same thing with the Last Jedi. Nice. Just everything. Just yeah. gives cool. everything at once. Totally done. Yeah. All right. So that's happening soon. I like that soon, happening. Soon. Um, along <laughs> with the fi- finally getting the trailer um, for Solo, a Star Wars story, uh, they also released um, information on a bunch of tie-in material that we're going to be seeing Um Mainly, in this case, focusing on the books and comics that we're going to see. And um, there's some good-looking stuff in there, including Last Shot, which is going to be a novel um, featuring Han and Lando. Mm -hmm. And apparently, Sonostaros makes an appearance. Spoiler alert. Nice. Um, God, cat. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, um, things are looking, things are looking good. For How that. I don't, many tie-in books or comics did we get for Rogue One altogether? Oh, 
Um, so let's see. There are... There are at least four books for Rogue One, ca- counting the novelization. Okay. Um, okay, so, so you had, Catalyst. So you had Catalyst, the novelization, there was Rebel Rising, and um, Guardians of the Wills. Um, which four was a middle, altogether. Which was okay. a middle grade book. And then they, so that was four books, and then there was the Rogue One comic adaption, and there was a Cassian and K2SO one-off special. Um... So just, I mean, and it's quite possible there's some other stuff. You know, they come out with, like, sticker books and stuff like that, but... Well, I just counting, think, like, the story stuff. Like yeah, I, I think that was all... I think so, that was all the story stuff. It's so possible... Six. Yeah, it's possible I'm missing something. So taking out the novelization and the comic adaptation... We're left with four. Yeah. Is that what's been announced? How, how many solo things have been announced then? Um, God, it feels like a lot more. And now I'd have to go look it up because, you know, I didn't write all this down. Um, I'm, but, I'm just curious because with Force Awakens and Last Jedi, I mean, they release way, yeah. like, way much so, more, much, much more. So just. Yeah. And it, just, it feels it feels like we're getting a lot. So we're getting Last Shot, which is a novel, like a an adult um, adult novel. There's also going to be a young A um, novel called Most Wanted, um, written by Ray Carson, and that's going to focus on Han and Kira uh, as teenagers. Um, <laughs> there's going to be. Um, at least uh, a one-shot uh, Lando comic featuring Donald Glover's Lando as opposed to the other Lando miniseries, which was adult Billy D. Williams' Lando. Um, there is going to be an art of Solo book, so we are getting another another art book, which is awesome. Um, and then there are going to be a couple of Star Wars Adventure comics, Star Wars Adventures comics, featuring Han and Chewie. Um, and then there's some younger, younger books. Um, well, it sounds like right off the bat, it's a lot more than Rogue One ever got. Yeah, I mean, I I guess, so there's no, right now, there's no novelization of the movie listed. And there's no, currently, also no comic adaptation. I mean, and those things could come later. Could you blame them? They probably rewrote the script like ten times. <laughs> They're probably They're like, still well, rewriting it we'll right worry, now. Okay. Yeah, we'll worry about that later. Yeah, and that actually might be a good reason why there's not currently um, a novelization How of How funny movie. would it be if, okay, we got the, we got the Ron Howard solo <laughs> in theaters... And then a novelization the comes Lord out. Lord Miller, yeah. But it's the Lord and Miller script as a base. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen, but that'd be pretty funny. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I would totally I'd, read that just to spot the differences. Appease my morbid curiosity about what happened there. Yeah. 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 I, 
mean, I I would say honestly, I would say right now, looking at some of this stuff, I would say it's probably about on par with Rogue One. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's kind of one one separate novel that function it's gonna function as kind of like a prequel. Mm-hmm. There's a young A novel, um, like Rebel Rising, you know, there's at least one comic, a one shot comic. Um, similar to like Cassian and K2. So I I think it's about on par with what we've seen so far um, for the only other spinoff film. So I guess it'll just depend on if we end up getting a novelization or a comic adaption or anything else that comes out of that. And it <laughs> probably also depends on how huge the movie's going to do. You know, if, if Maybe, they can... Yeah. If they can, if if they're finding that the demand for Young Solo is is more than they suspected, I'm sure they can say, "Hey, they'll uh, tap into that." Yeah. Any, anybody else got a Han Solo story they want to put together real quick? Let's cash in. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. They, yeah, yeah, that, that'd be smart, actually, on their part, not to commit to too much just before yet. they see how it does. Yeah. So that I mean, could. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean that could, and that could very well be what they're doing is just kind of waiting to see what happens. We'll just have to see. They could be slowing down because I mean, after Solo, we're gonna we have no rebels anymore at that point, <laughs> or a movie episode nine's not for another year, so they could be Ugh. slowing down the release rate for the yeah. Yeah, it will be really curious because there has been, and this has been noted on um, other social media outlets by people, is actually things after Solo comes out, things in terms of tie-ins from like the publishing and comic standpoint have gotten very quiet as to what might be coming next. So, yeah, I mean, we probably, frankly, at this point, Unless they make an announcement like tomorrow, um, which they which could, they will. They probably you know will. They, um, they're <laughs> listening right now. It's like, yeah, let's just wait until they record, and they will, they will, re- will announce it. Good. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, maybe we'll hear something this summer, or possibly they're waiting until like Comic Con, um, San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. To maybe announce some more stuff that'll kind of fill in that void between solo in episode nine but right now it's pretty quiet so this is kind of like the last round of stuff and then nobody knows what's coming next as long as i get my new thrawn novel at some point this year that's right that's coming too um yes that's coming in july now so end of june july so Mm, for my birthday nice yeah um, so along the lines of episode nine, J.J. Abrams went on the record to say that the script for episode nine is written Yay! and filming officially starts in July. So. Things are rolling. Um, obviously no details. But we, it's it's going, it's yeah. coming together. Yep, it's happening. I mean, it's happening. May the force <laughs> be with you, JJ. Yeah, <laughs> make us proud. Not going to be easy. No, nope. I. You know what? I mean, we've already got a divided fan base right now. 
Oh, and, yeah. And um, there's a lot of broken toys to polish up and put back on the mm-hmm. chessboard here. And uh, mm-hmm. oh boy, uh, got your work I, cut out I for you, pal. Don't envy the job right now at yeah. all. Yeah. It's a thankless job. True. No yeah. matter what Truly. he does. Yeah. I'm. Ugh. But more on that later, I guess. <laughs> more on yeah. The force yeah, yeah. will be with him, we hope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then lastly, uh, we are into the sobbing, um, into the, <laughs> the last few episodes of Rebels. We've gotten so far four of the last seven that we're going to see. So, <sighs> but we're not going to talk about that this week. <laughs> right you sure not, not a little bit yeah no, no, I think we're, we're, we're gonna not. have to talk a little bit about it we're gonna have a little to something lives for you? No, we're gonna have to talk a little bit about it i mean it's um, too it's too big not how, to talk about all too right big to well too dead. it's that how about no, uh, it's that pimple we'll be on your forehead that you can't cover with your bangs uh everybody knows it's there it's gross. It's ugly. Might as well address it. All right. So without talking about any plot spoilers, since we're planning on releasing an episode to talk all about the final episodes of Rebels. So without talking about the plot, how are you Next guys- week, by the way. Next week. Yes. No, 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 right. uh, no big delay. No, no waiting. No big delay. No big delay. Yeah. How are you guys feeling about these last few episodes? Adrian, um, take the stage, please. Or, or how how's your reactions been? What episode, I, the second episode last night, uh, World Between Worlds. Yes, a world. Yeah, that is the most I've ever been in love with Rebels. That I mean, it's not just for nostalgia reasoning. It's just uh, without getting into details. Just <laughs> it was just damn cool. It it's just damn cool. That's all I can say about it. It's like it just had everything that I want from a Star Wars series. They that- they did a good job of, if I may, they did a good yeah. job of t- making it very Star Wars, but making it its own thing as well, and bringing a new level of appreciation to, uh everything included in star wars and and kind of just like just held it out for us to examine and and dissect and absorb and imagine the possibilities it's not too far out there it's not too insane it's like that's not star wars that's not the force that's not how the force works um But it's it's a new way to look at things, a new way to perceive things, and it's it was just so well executed that it it and and for it to happen in Rebels, um, just makes Rebels even that more endearing. And it and it's, I mean, I I think we are going to get an ending to this series that is, I mean, it's heading in the perfect direction. It really, truly is. It it brought the entire saga, everything, the whole franchise everything. together yeah. in one 20-minute episode. Right. 
Yeah, and that was pretty that, impressive. That's a feat right there. That's yeah. It's like wow. Like for the first time, it felt like one cohesive universe. It didn't feel separated. It didn't feel prequels, original trilogy, sequel trilogy, Clone Wars. It didn't feel separate. It was all one. Last night. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's the most important episode I think we've gotten so far as far as that's concerned as far as being Star Wars. Mhm. So, yeah. Yeah, these these episodes have made me very emotional. I can't lie about that. Like <laughs> there have been tears, guys. There have been real tears I, without to God. a doubt. Without a doubt, but um, I think we're seeing some of the very best episodes of Rebels that second part last night might be my favorite episode of Rebels. And I mean, mm-hmm. and that, that, I mean, previous to that, it was, it was real close between Ahsoka and Vader's confrontation and, mm-hmm. and Obi-Wan and Darth Maul's confrontation. This might yeah. trump both yeah. of those episodes for me. Yeah. I, I feel like, I mean, I know we've talked about it before it's come up, but I feel like, the animation just keeps jumping yeah. up a notch. Yeah. Oh, like, the animation! In everything that is so beautiful, and the the character models are so good. Yeah. Like and, except for Yoda and the two, except, <laughs> and <laughs> and the two D animation that they used in addition to the three D yes! animation. In, in I World fell Between in love Worlds, with that. Gorgeous, just without a doubt, beautiful, stunningly Stunning. gorgeous. And war between world, it's not war between worlds, world <laughs> between worlds specifically. Like I, there were multiple times in that episode where I had head to toe chills mm. from what was going mm. on. Mm. I mean, just like full body, like, holy crap. I can't believe what's happening. Goosebumps all over. So I can't I wait to rewatch it with headphones on. Do it. I do can't it. wait. Yeah. And so so I definitely like I and we'll go into more detail. I definitely have other nits to pick, but I definitely feel that these these episodes have been um emotionally um really great. And so, you know, I'm going to have to have like my box of tissues next week probably <laughs> cuz <'cause laughs> since since we're since we're since we're going to talk about it next week in more depth after after the finale airs, do you guys want to make any predictions about what you think is going to happen, dude? After last night, I, I have no idea like, where this show's going. Know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy to be uh, along for the ride at this point. Yeah, my only prediction that I have, throwing it out into the universe. Mm-hmm. Because I did a really good job for The Last Jedi. Yes, you did. I Price is going <laughs> to die. Okay. That's my one prediction. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything else, but I am 100% convinced that Governor Price is going to die. Thrawn will be annoyed and <laughs> possibly angry. That's yeah. my prediction. <laughs> I That's think, my big prediction. I think he's also in jeopardy of not surviving. Not as convinced, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he's not in any Star Wars after that time period. That's true. 
that was well, so so well, the, well, I'm just saying he's he's mainly a book character, right? Well, true. Yeah. Right. But so yeah. But they easily could have snuck him into Rogue One. They easily could have snuck him into The Last Jedi. Or at least a reference to him. True that. And no reference, no nothing. Um so <laughs> now I want to reference the Thrawn in the solo movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, and that could happen. That could happen whether he survives this or not. Maybe. Because Solo takes place before Rebels. Yeah, Solo, I think, yes. is a few Which they've years. announced, by the way. Another Word on the years. street is it's like, what, four or five years after episode three? Something along those lines? Something like that. You're the one that sent that link. Yeah, today. I'm trying to rec- so. re- recall that link. I think Han's supposed to be about 18... So you think he's roughly like twenty nine thirty. So it's it's roughly smack dab in the middle of roughly, maybe not quite, a little bit more. Yeah, it's like nine or ten, nine ish years after it's, Revenge of the Sith. It's the closest to Revenge of the Sith that we've gotten so far with these spinoffs. Yeah. Yes. Or any other media that has come. So yeah. Yes. So, we will see. We will see. In we the sure in the will. Thrawn novel, they didn't... I don't really know what the time frame is for Thrawn joining the Empire. Like, I'm, I can't remember if they actually specified, like, when in between the end of Revenge of the Sith and, like, Rebels. Because um, it happens before Rebels, to be sure, but, like, I'm not actually sure how much before Rebels. Presumably several years, so who knows? Maybe we will get a Thrawn shout-out. Put a, put a thumbtack in that one to look up. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps us up on our Galactic Geek Out for the week. We have one little bit of show news to announce today uh i'd like to give a special shout out to radartoys.com uh they're going to be a bit of a sponsor of ours um not not donating money to us but but supplying us with some swag that we can give away um to our listeners and we're really excited about this partnership super excited um we will even have a commercial that we'll be playing on our podcast to kind of pay that bill for us and we're we're excited. Uh, this is this is an opportunity for for us to come up with with cool ways to give away stuff to our listeners and introduce them to a really cool website, RadarToys.com, that has pretty much anything you could possibly want to order from a Star Wars standpoint, and then some. Uh, so check them out. I encourage you to check them out online, RadarToys.com. And uh, uh, Adrian, I don't I don't know if you have the ability to, but the the spot that we have the the commercial that we have to play maybe you could even just drop that in right here breathe just breathe reach out with your feelings now what do you see toys aisles of toys where ray radar toys what else do you see funko pop vinyl kid robot tokidoki there's something else radartoys.com 
resist it. They have free shipping on all domestic orders. It's calling me to their store on West 11th. RadarToys.com. Well, now that we're on it, just uh, we're going through a bit of a rebrand type of situation. Uh, a lot of exciting things coming up in the uh, following weeks, in the coming weeks. Uh, so just keep an eye and ear out for some new stuff, including the sponsorship, which is we're totally so happy for that and excited. So, yes, thank you. So just stay tuned for, for new stuff, exciting stuff. Yeah, it's a cool way that we can help give back. You know, this this partnership with RadarToys.com is just another way that, that our listeners can benefit from listening. And obviously, they'll get the exposure um, to some people outside of Eugene, Oregon, that uh, can do some online shopping as well. And they've got great prices, and it's a cool store. So if you're ever in Eugene, stop by. But call me first, and I'll meet you down there. <laughs> Photo up. Sounds good. Buying up. I love going into that place. All right. So tonight we've got our the last of our last Jedi topics that we're going to discuss. Ray and Kylo. Oh yeah. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah, this is going to be uh, uh, an interesting um, uh, part to our, our our series that we've been doing on the Last Jedi. It's 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 quite possibly one of the most analyzed storylines in the film. The connection mm-hmm. of uh, Ben Solo, aka Kylo Ren, and Ray. And uh, <laughs> sorry, John. Nope. Keep dreaming. <laughs> She's nobody. She's nothing. I don't think. I think he's lying. Did you watch the movie? He's lying. He's, he's lying, lying Lita. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> it's 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 interesting the way um, that these. I mean, you've got the antagonist and the protagonist of the film, the main villain, the main hero, mm-hmm. and. And a lot of people are reading into this connection that was forced upon them as a possible mm-hmm. romantic entanglement. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> how do you guys feel about that? Like no. a therapist. Tell me how you feel. <laughs> you know, no, I'm not gonna not, lie to you, Kat. I'm not gonna lie to not, you. It makes me angry. It makes me upset. It makes you angry. It makes you upset. Those are all valid I, feelings, Adrian. <laughs> I do not like Raylo. Raylo can can just go to hell. I, I <laughs> no, do, none of this. I do want to point out Mm-mm. that anger is the path to the dark side. But go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, shut up. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, I got no attachments there. So much Jeez. anger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, let go, Adrian. You just got to let go. No. Um, no, I just, I have hard specific feelings about that. And I just, I do not like the shipping of Ray and Kylo or Ben Solo. It just, it's gross to me. And we, I've said it before, Ray don't need no man. And she's doing her own thing. Just fine. You you won't train me. I'll go train myself. And I'll be, you know, she, she, she's independent. And I, I just don't want her to be attached to something like that just for the sake of having it. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think that's a legit point. I think 
So, not to delve into the whole shipping thing, because I don't, I mean, if people want to ship it, that's totally fine. I also, Adrian, I'm with you. I don't personally ship it, um, although perhaps for slightly different reasons, um, mainly because I think Kylo's actually really terrible towards Rey, um, <laughs> and his behavior seems like borderline abusive at times, but um, anyway, we don't, we can get into that later, but I, am, I, <laughs> I can... I can see why people ship it. I'll say that. I can see why people ship it. Like, I came out of that movie and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I can see I can see why this is a thing. Like, I didn't really feel that way in TFA at all, but I can see why people ship that after watching cat, The Last Jedi. I'm not. You, I'm not. You're shipping not. Ezra and Sabine and Rebels now, okay? So No, no. They will never replace my OTP of <laughs> Kanan and Hera, so. <laughs> Is it really a ship if they're together already? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Really? Uh, ship comes <laughs> from the word relationship, right? Yeah, so it's so a ship. they're in a relationship. That's shipping. So it's a ship. Yep. So anyway, mm. I <laughs> I can I can see why people do it, but I'm I'm with you, Adrian. Is that I don't really love that as an overall um, arc, and so I also am hoping that's not really the way it goes, but we will see. And here's why I hate the idea. <laughs> Lay it down, brother. Ben Solo killed his father, Han Solo, one of my very favorite characters of all time. And I do mm-hmm. not want him to have any kind of redemption. I don't want him to have any kind of happiness. I don't want him to be rewarded in his journey <laughs> on any level. So I would like to see him as miserable as possible and as lonely <laughs> as possible and and make him pay for the sin of patricide so him having a relationship with one of my other all-time favorite characters would go against every fiber of my understanding of what's fair and good and honest in star wars life can i can i add to that yeah 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 okay so that that the reasons you hate Kylo, would you say he's terrible and despicable and a good villain? Yes! And you don't want a good villain to get what they want. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Totally. Just wanted no. to throw that out. Uh, he's a great villain. I mean, he killed the end of this Solo. film. You're supposed to hate him. And I don't want the flip. I don't want the redemption. No. I don't I was want be the my redemption. Next question. No. <laughs> if, if, you, if you guys recall, before The Last Jedi, I wanted the redemption. Yes. After The Last Jedi, oh, hell no. This guy <laughs> just went to places Vader didn't even go to. And I just, yeah, Ben Solo is a big bad. He, he, I can't save him. He, like, that, that, is, that rings so true. And... Undoing that in episode nine would be a big mistake, I think. He didn't kill his mama. Not yet. Not yet. So, yeah. So I have a couple. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm really torn on. Yeah. I'm really. 
I'm really torn on how I feel about the idea of Kylo's redemption, honestly. Um, because part of me thinks after seeing the Can we call last- him Ben yet? I mean, his mama named him Ben. I'm gonna call him Ben. You, Ben, Kylo. Um, you do you. I'm calling him Kylo because he seems to have, you know, f- fully committed himself to the Ben dark. Solo's dead. Yeah, I killed him. Um... Just like Anakin so, Skywalker was dead. Okay. Yeah. So, well, John. okay. So these are, <laughs> yeah, this is why I have a divided opinion about this. Part of me is like, well, you know, so he he basically burns everything down in The Last Jedi, right? You know, let the past die. Like, he's he's actively trying to wipe all of that out. And, you know, he kills Han in TFA. He, you know, basically is one of the driving forces behind almost completely wiping out the resistance in The Last Jedi. The only thing that he doesn't do is that he hesitates to kill Leia, which then, you know, his backup pilots do that, or almost do that. Um, They don't succeed. But, so, so, but the end, you know, he confronts Luke, and he's pretty crazed, so part of me is like, okay, he's fully gone. Like, there's, they're not going to redeem him. Like, he's fully committed. He's had chances to come back to the light. He could have stopped himself from killing Han. He could have refused to engage Luke. He could have not encouraged Rey to join him in the dark side. Like, there, you know, he could have come with her into the light. There, he's been given chances. On the other hand, we know that Star Wars is about redemption. I mean, if you look at at the first six films and you have Anakin's fall and then redemption back into the light and then wait a minute and then in in The Last Jedi alone you have Luke's redemption as he's kind of sunk into the depths of despair and then rises out of them to become a legend. You know, like these themes are prevalent in Star Wars already. So I I have to say it feels almost like a coin flip for me at this point and I can't even really say which one I want for Kylo. I'll tell you ben which one you because- want. I'll go ahead, I'll go ahead and be that guy. I'll tell you exactly how to feel and and what to think. I will be that guy. Whoa, whoa. I, this is a dictatorship now from this point forward. Uh, what I say wait, goes. How about no? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's allowed to have their own free will. That's my will. Right. My will is it's my command will. and and it's your have bidding. You, All right. Have you been on the line to Kathleen Kennedy? Then? Kill, <laughs> Kath, Kathleen will do my bidding as well. Um, just because I'm I'm me. And. So you went full dark side. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Then. Well, you know. Yeah. Sometimes on my butt about it. So, sometimes calling the kettle black, but there, sometimes. sir. The kettle is pretty black, though. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> uh, sometimes change is inevitable in stories, and although Star Wars has been about redemption stories, it's now about killing the past. And so, kill the past on redemption. Let the villain go out like a punk ass, and <laughs> and let him let his death be our joy. Let his his 
his existence being snuffed out be our celebration. Uh, let us have that glory moment of the dark side no longer reigns. Give that to us in Star Wars. Now, See, I don't agree with that either, Well, John. it's nice so, that you don't agree, but you have I, to I am above way. your will, John. <laughs> I will not be tempted. I have I have a question. Okay. And I know Adrian has things to say. But I'm sure he does. My question, no, by, by it all doesn't means, matter, but my, go ahead. My question is, <laughs> my question you, is, if if Star Wars me, does bro. that and and Ben Solo is not redeemed, yeah. does that not completely is it still Star Wars? Well, yeah. Absolutely. Like does that completely negate all of what we've seen before? Chewbacca's in, in it, R2's Wars? in it, 3PO's in it. It's Star Wars. But well, I'm not talking about well, the characters. On. I'm talking about the themes. Right. Like, no, h- the hold theme, on, though. The, the ongoing theme of Star Wars is hope and love. You know, these things are powerful tools that right. we need to keep going in our darkest moments. Right. If they don't redeem Ben Solo, is I that love not- Han Solo, and I hope that <laughs> Kylo doesn't get redeemed. Cat, <laughs> Cat, I, I, I'm hearing what you're saying. I, I see where you're coming from. I think we're going to still engage with those same themes. Okay. But they're going to be presented to us differently. Just because after okay. The Last Jedi kind of flipped everything on its head as far as like all that goes. But the same themes were still there. We, Like you said it yourself, we still got our redemption. We still had our hope. We just got them in a way we're not used to in traditional okay. Star Wars. Okay. Moving forward with Episode Nine. Um. I think we're we're still gonna get a variation of those same themes, but Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, getting his redemption doesn't it would negate a lot of the lessons from the Last Jedi because it would just go back to the old school way. It would be another Return of the Jedi type of moment, mm-hmm. which on um, you know to echo John, hell nah, he doesn't deserve that. <laughs> but I don't think he deserves to die either. I want him to end up this broken hermit, like 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 Maul almost. This is broken mm. old man with nothing, burned everything. He let the past die. He let his future die. Just he ends up like Luke to an extent. Mm. That's what I want. And as far as like the redemption stuff goes, and like this this is a big gripe with a lot of people with with Kylo and Luke's relationship, right in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that Luke Skywalker, the guy that redeemed Darth Vader, couldn't redeem his nephew? Plot hole. No. Vader and Kylo couldn't be more different in that regard. Vader, everything Vader did was for the love he had for his family, right? For Padme. Mm -hmm. So obviously Luke, his son, is going to bring up some of those old feelings. Like everything I've Mm -hmm. done, every every atrocity that I've committed has been out of love. Mm -hmm. Or some... Twisted, I, ver- yeah. twisted version of it. He hates himself for what he's done. That's why he's so angry and powerful. But it all comes from that twisted place of love. Kylo is the flip of that. Everything he's done, he's done for himself. His his dad came up to him. If, if, if Vader's dad, if he had a dad, came up to Vader, Vader would have turned. Or he would have something, right? What, but what does Kylo do? He just slices Han down. Luke Skywalker, he hates him. He's the one he hates the most. So there's no way Luke could have ever 
ever possibly redeemed redeemed him. The only one that could probably maybe sort of would be Leia. And we get a hint of that in Last Jedi when he hesitates, like we've been saying. Yeah, so this brings up another question of mine is if well, actually I actually have a couple questions. So one, if if Kylo, if Ben is redeemed, will you be disappointed? That's more maybe aimed at John, which I probably know the answer to. But before you, you answer, do. I also I <laughs> I also have another question. Who and Adrian, you're kind of speculating about this already. Who do we think would be the instrument of Kylo's? Well, I don't even necessarily want to call it redemption because, like, if what you say is possible, you know, it's maybe not necessarily redemption. But do we think it would be Leia or do we think it will be Rey? None. None? You think it will be Kylo himself? Everything Kylo has done, as he's done to himself. Minus, I mean... Later, like after embracing the dark side, like yeah, we, Snoke had an influence there, but yeah, but as far as I've been able to get from the Ben Solo character as a whole, is that he's mm-hmm. a selfish person. He, everything he does, he does for himself. He he doesn't really consider anyone else as far as. It's his way or the highway. He he he's like John. Yeah. John, where it's his authority, and <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter what you want because dun 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 dun. I'm Kylo, and this is what I want. So there's consequences. I don't know to how living I feel that about way. that comparison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of flattered in some way. <laughs> Maybe powerful, a little bro. worried. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And, all right. Yeah. So consequences of living that way and that philosophy of life got to come back and bite him in the butt. I, you know what? I love that. I, I love just the word itself. Consequences, you know, Kylo's yes. character, Ben's Ben's character needs to face serious consequences Indeed, for his actions. Yes. Burning mm-hmm. down the Jedi Academy, so to speak. Um, uh, the betrayal of Luke Skywalker, however that played out in his mind. The the yeah. following Snoke and the eventual um, cutting down of his father just to prove his loyalty to Snoke, seemingly, and the same attempt at his mother, which he was unable to do, which we still need to have explored. All mm-hmm. those things and and, you know, leader of the First Order and all that stuff. They're serious consequences. I mean, the First Order destroyed a whole system. So many lives lost. And he's Mm -hmm. like the head of this thing. Um, Yeah. And, and, I mean, the, the, I mean, yes, Vader killed younglings. Vader killed, Vader killed a lot of people. Lots of people. And he was a part of the whole Alderaan thing indirectly, you know, all that stuff. Um, I think what Kylo's done is is maybe a thousand times worse. And so his penalty has to be a thousand times harsher. And mm-hmm. now there's there's two ways that penalty can go. Um the ultimate penalty non existence, 
or some kind of tortured existence, mm-hmm. which would be, which would be probably more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, more appropriate is a tortured mm-hmm. existence for him. Yeah. But, there's, I mean, I- but it leaves the door open for his return. Somehow. Something down, yeah. Something down the road. I, which, which, if I, you're looking I, at, cl- at at closing off, I mean this this trilogy is what I'm expecting to be the end of the Skywalker saga. This is it mm-hmm. for the Skywalker saga, and he would be at that point the last Skywalker, and mm-hmm. and so to to have a dangling little loose end. At the end of this trilogy, I think would be doing the end of the saga a disservice. Interesting. Listen, hmm. I so I think he has to end in his his. You know, if 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 there is a redemption, maybe he um, he saves the day, but sacrifices himself. So there's a pseudo redemption there, which would suck. That'd be Vader all over again. Yeah, no, no, no. I think it would be. Yeah. I think that would be too easy. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, um, it, it's too cliche. It's too easy. And and I think the other the other way that it could be done is that in some last thing from the heroic side of thing, extinguishing him as the final darkness in the galaxy, we could celebrate the end of the darkness, the end of the Sith, the end of the dark side. And mm-hmm. and that would extinguish that would end the Skywalker storyline. It would end that that third trilogy, and then we would be open to all the rest of the galaxy to explore for Star Wars stories. But have the final part of the Skywalker saga a closed chapter, never to be opened again. Hmm. What if Ray dies? Oh, don't hurt me like that. That's hateful. She's not gonna. That's hateful. Yeah. That's just mean, Adrian. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I just I just came up with a new theory of how I think I want nine to end. But um so <laughs> yeah, I I I think that both of you have have good ideas for where that could potentially go and and with both of you i i like the idea of kylo having some sort of tortured existence post you know if he if he does come back from the dark side where he's not um redeemed in the sense that he is you know like fully accepted and everything is happy and and fireworks and you know people dancing around the fire because that would be <laughs> too easy um f- for this for this kind of story i think and in this day and age like it's i just that wouldn't that wouldn't work it would feel hollow i think if something but i i like where you're going with the uh you know tortured existence <laughs> i'm my my current my current new theory is if if kylo does decide to embrace ben and and leave the darkness behind 
I wonder if he could possibly be forced to give up the Skywalker name, as in then there are no more Skywalkers. Like, that's part of some consequence. Um, I don't know quite how that would work, but in my mind, it's just a little niggling. Um, Well, I I would imagine he wouldn't want to be associated with the name at all. Maybe. Well, he's a solo anyway. Yeah, he's a solo... Well, but he want to. But I see. I see where Cat's coming from, though. He'd yeah. want to keep the Skywalker part of his identity a secret. Yeah, and so part of me is wondering, like, what if there was something that where like he's like stripped of his Force powers or something, you know, as part of his atonement for. We've never seen that before, so maybe that's not even possible. Rick has shut it off. I mean, Luke shut it off in himself, right? I mean. That's true. Someone could, yeah, may, potentially an outside. So you know, potentially as part of his atonement, um, if that were to happen, uh, I don't know. That's just something niggling around in the back of my brain right now as we discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. We've been talking about Kylo's potential final act. Yeah. Well, what about Ray? Like, like I said, what if Ray dies? Okay, we don't want that. No Might be a possibility. But what, what, what could we see her doing? Because before the Last Jedi, we thought, yeah, she's gonna be the new of the first again, and this and that. Uh, obviously, that's not gonna happen. I mean, she's a Jedi, right? But <laughs> well. But is it? I mean, do we know that for sure? I, she leaves. She left the book. She left the island with the books. And at the very end, you know, she's accepted her place. I mean, this whole movie is kind of about her accepting, you know, her place in the in the universe, um, in the galaxy. You know, she goes from being a nobody, I'm from nowhere, um, I'm nobody, to, you know, people know who she is. And Leia, you know, even says everything we have or everything we need we have here with us, you know, to badly paraphrase that line. Sorry. Um, I need to see the movie again, guys. So, <laughs> so, you know, she's, she's made her, her, her journey so far through TFA and the last Jedi, you know, coming, coming to grips, um, with, with the force and, and her role in the galaxy. Um, so do we, I mean, I think that we probably like what she, whatever she does, it's not going to be the same as what's gone before. Right. Like we, she's not going to do things the same way. I hope I pray like, please JJ. Um, (laughs) but, but I mean, she is, I don't know, the last of the old, the first of the new. See, first of the different, if we have to do that. Because Luke was the first of the new. And that just embraced too much of the old. (laughs) And she did get some lessons. She didn't finish the lessons, but she got some some knowledge about why the old ways didn't work. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. So the books she does, the book she took, the original... The sacred text. The sacred text. <laughs> There's a. I mean, in in my mind palace, I'd imagine they're like 
the pure OG Jedi code, right? Codes, how to be a true Jedi. Mm-hmm. Not not the type of Jedi we've seen, we're used to, where they've become corrupted by their own uh, ego and vanity and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We're used to that kind of specific Jedi at this point. So I like to think that those texts, like I said, they're pure in a way. Um, does that does that make sense? Am I am I speaking nonsense? Um, well, I I feel like are you trying to say that like she because she's not kind of subsumed in that old Jedi dogma that she can look at these texts through fresh eyes and basically reinterpret them in a new way? Is that what you're trying to say? That's what yes. I feel like you're trying to say. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it, it's late. I'm, I'm tired, but yes, yeah, something along those lines. Just because, yeah, she she she's getting some of the old, but she also got some new lessons on why the old didn't work. So, like Yoda said in the movie, she has everything she needs. Yeah, and I think in that regard, it doesn't necessarily mean establishing yet another new order of Jedi. Because if there's always supposed to be a balance, you know, balance in the mm-hmm. force, darkness rises and light to meet it. Her making a new order of Jedi, starting a new order of Jedi, would just welcome yet some more darkness to counter it. So John mentioned destroying the light, uh, sorry, destroying the dark, the end of the dark, end of the Sith, mm-hmm. end of all that. For that to be truly plausible, I'm don't say it. it sh- Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say what, Don't John? Say it. Don't say what, John? I'm, yeah. <laughs> Don't say it. No, I I disagree. I'm I'm with John here. I think that <laughs> I think that Ray Ray is going to survive because I would like and in the Star Wars universe and like the themes that we already have touched on of hope and love. I would like to think that that's what, that's what we're supposed to default to, right? You know, we're supposed to love one another. You know, we're supposed to have hope that things will get better. We need to have hope that things will, that things will get better. So I want to believe that there's a way to achieve balance in the galaxy that, you know, the dark can be destroyed and basically the forces of good win out and the, the balance is, is reset in that way. So That's not a balance, though. But it, but it <laughs> is, though, because love conquers all, Adrian. And That's not a balance, Cat Ray. I'm sorry. And I know it sucks and I know it hurts. But so why screw why your can't balance. so yeah so screw balance why can't the light win <laughs> yeah why can't the why can't love win well it's one of those you make your own enemy type of things there's always gonna it it, it welcomes its own opposite there's always a reaction to some something you know a lot of love there's gonna be a lot of hate. There's always that that uh, sort of philosophy in play. But in a fantasy and, world setting, why can't the end of the saga be love wins in the end? Uh, 
I mean, it could. I would love that. <laughs> that would be a cool message. Um, we we kind of got that message, and well, we did get it. We got that message in Return of the Jedi. Vader's yeah. love for Luke saved the day, and everyone's happy and dancing around with Ewoks and that a happy ending. <laughs> Thirty years later. Thirty years later. <laughs> Just so, kidding. I don't know. I, I think honestly, all that philosophy, philosophy, all the speculation aside, I pretty much think. We're going to get a satisfactory ending that's bittersweet. We will have some closure. We will have our pretty good ending. But it's it's going to come at a, at a cost. What that cost is, well, who knows? But that's, that's the route I would take it anyway. Or I would imagine they would take it. Just as long as we find out whatever happened to Lando, I'll be happy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um so were you guys were you guys happy with Ray's journey in this film? Yeah. Yeah, I so far so good, you know. She um you know, there's there's obviously a third part to to witness. And it looks mm-hmm. like it's heading in the right direction in terms of what I hope for her character. I like to see her become stronger with the force. And it clearly looks like that's what she's she's making her path toward. Um, so, yeah, so far, so good. Moving rocks. Moving rocks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Ray Ray's an interesting character for me. Just what she kind of represents. I love. I, I adore what they did with her in the Last Jedi. Force Awakens. I was kind of iffy. Like, okay, who is this Jakku chick? Right. Just what's what's her story? <laughs> and I feel we got enough to to uh, pique our interest enough of her. But mo- most of her interest before that was just her relation to established characters. Is she a Kenobi? Is she a Skywalker? Is she a Palpatine? Is she a clone of Anakin Skywalker? And a lot of that. Very little who actually is this character. Mm-hmm. And The Last Jedi remedied that beautifully. I'm sorry, John. I'm glad she's not a Skywalker. I'm glad she's just some random nobody that became a somebody. And now that, like Hattery said earlier, that now that she has accepted her place in this universe and this conflict, I want her to take that pain of growing up that way and the happiness of that acceptance and see what she makes with it now. Well, I'm still in denial. I think she's Skywalker. <laughs> that was beautiful, Adrian. Thank you. Um, I I ask because someone on Twitter recently came to my attention Someone on Twitter mentioned that Uh-oh. so and this this is I'm not I'm not actually trying to make a comment either way because at the time like I did register it but it didn't really um it didn't really you know I didn't it didn't really hit me hard enough to think about so much but then recently it's I've seen it again and it's that did you guys notice that Ray basically disappears in 
what you could almost call the climax of the movie. What is the climax of the movie? And she vanishes. She vanishes as in she's in the Falcon while the main thing with Luke is happening or. Yeah. But you think she's moving rocks during that point. Yeah. She's moving rocks. Yeah. (laughs) But it it is, it is just, I mean, it's just an interesting, an interesting point because I did notice it when I first saw the movie, you know, you have the throne room scene and she and Kylo have this beautifully choreographed. There's the fight with the Praetorian guards it's gorgeous. One of maybe my all-time favorite fight scenes in Star Wars. Yeah. And oh, yeah. and she escapes. And that was her and big then she's just, moment. And then she's just gone until she shows up on, on Crate kind of randomly. And then she disappears right. again. So, you know, I... <sighs> I mean, I, I'm not, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, argue this one way or another. I yeah. was just like, it did strike me the first time I saw that movie that, you know, then we have the showdown between Kylo and Luke and Ray's pretty much out of that. Yeah. And, so, and I think that was a necessary part of the film because, all right, so we've, we've shifted the, the Kylo and Ray you know, story to now it's Kylo and and Luke. And that's this is the end of the Luke portion of the story, right? And so the focus is there. The focus has to remain there. This is the 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 big denouement of, of Luke's journey, right? And um and so to have Ray be also a part of that could somehow take away Luke's sacrifice, Luke's piece of the puzzle here, and diminish um, that portion of the film. So, just my opinion. So Hopefully, I, that kind of helps yeah. compartmentalize it. No, and I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I guess, I guess the point that could be made is that if Ray is like the heroine of these movies, the new hero, does does taking her out does that not kind of detract from her all of? Oh, overall story well kind of like they took han out right they put him in carbonite and he wasn't part of the last part of the story right no but you could argue but then he came back in in the third movie and was a big part of it it's true although i would argue that ray is more of like luke as opposed to han sure but certainly but you've got it's just, Luke. It's but just you've a got curious. you've got the Luke from the other trilogy to to wrap up first. <laughs> so in terms of of character importance to the the overall storyline, you've got to finish up the Luke stuff before you can get to the meat of the Ray stuff, which is I think what we'll see in the next film. Adrian, any other thoughts? I'm just processing that because it's an interesting point. I never, that's a very interesting point. I did not think that necessarily. Um, I'm more in line with like what John said because, mm-hmm. all right, l- l- let's break it down a bit here, right? Ray's biggest moment in the film is right after the the duel in the throne room. That's her. That's her moment right there. Realizing the truth or not, 
about mm-hmm. her parentage, right? Mm-hmm. Or accepting it and then realizing that, you know, not everything can go the way it should. She she hoped, she thought, she really wanted to turn Ben. She thought she could. That was a lesson. Just everything about Ray in this movie happens immediately after the 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 throne room fight. So, yeah, okay, I could see that being a little awkward now thinking about it since there's still like another half hour movie left. <laughs> but at the same time, this movie is part Ray's journey, part Kylo's journey. Mm-hmm. And part character study on Luke Skywalker. And yeah. during that during that final confrontation with Luke, the last time we see Luke or when we see Luke embracing his uh his destiny, so to speak, mm-hmm. he ties everything together beautifully, including Ray's new role in this conflict. Okay. He brings everything back together. So I'm just trying to make sense of that comment. Because I can, I can see both sides. I just, I, I just did not see it as her disappearing. I just saw it as okay, she's done for now. <laughs> she, she, she's growing into the hero of the of the series in a way. Because even in the Force Awakens, she's a protagonist. But the Force Awakens was all about where's Luke Skywalker? Where's Luke Skywalker? <laughs> the Last Jedi is about come on, Luke, come on, Luke, yeah. come on, Luke. <laughs> What you doing, Luke? And then part three is, where'd Luke go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> part three will be, where'd Luke go? Hey, don't worry. We don't need Luke. He got me. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So it's a little, it's a little unorthodox. I'll give you that. But I, I like it. I was for, just. For a, for a film with that much uh, going on with it. And like John said, I think having her there with Luke at the climax would have been would have diminished Luke's Luke's feet, Luke's uh, role in the film. Well, plus she was very importantly drawing away all the Tie Fighters, so all the aerial support yes, was yes. sucked up following her. They hate that ship. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> very true. I was just. Just curious as to what your thoughts were. I thought it was an interesting. I thought it was an interesting point. Yeah, it totally is. I I have to say that watching the Last Jedi, um, you know, we've kind of seen, and this is kind of going back to Kylo a little bit. Um, is that you know in. In the three or the two movies we've had so far, you know, we kind of get Kylo versus Han in The Force Awakens. And we kind (laughs) of have Kylo versus Luke in The Last Jedi. Do we think, feel, whatever, um, that maybe nine was supposed to be Kylo, Kylo versus Chewie. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, you're Kylo so right, John. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, let's, let's just stop that. I know, I know where you're going, Cat. No, we're just going to stop that right no, there. I, no, I think we're just going to agree with Chewie. I think it was supposed to be Leia's film. 
And I think it's yeah. it's kind of common knowledge out there, or at least it's 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 um something oh. that's alleged that, that she was supposed this was supposed to be her big film. And obviously her uh slipping away from the mortal mortal coil um put a put a damper on that for her. I yeah. keep forgetting to ask you guys this. I keep making a point of it, but then we get sidetracked. So <laughs> us sidetracked? Come on. It's never crazy, right? Anyway, um That's just did, ridiculous. Does Kylo know that his mother was alive at the end of this of the end of this film? Because after after she supposedly dies on the on the bridge of the ship after the explosion we don't see them connect again. There's no indication that he's aware that she's there. Is there, is it possible that he's just not searching for her anymore and she's not searching for him? And the, he just thinks she's dead. That's possible. I, you know, I was actually thinking about this earlier cause I'm crazy. Uh, and I'm not <laughs> sure, honestly, I, I feel like there would I be don't... a strong enough connection Mother, mother, son I mean, bond. Yeah. Plus, you add the As force the, into it, the sensitivity. But if he she, would, yeah. he would probably know. But if she's accepted that her son is gone, she's not going to try and reach out anymore, like at all. She could have just cut him off. And if he thinks she's dead, he's not going to be searching for her either. Right. I except that I don't know. So you know, we do see Leia actively using the force in, in the Last Jedi, but I, I honestly don't know. Even with that, would she? I mean, maybe she could cut herself off from Kylo in the Force, but I would, I mean, quite honestly, I don't even think she would care that much about doing that specifically, like, specifically doing an act like that, is what I'm saying. Like, like Luke kind of cut himself off, like, purposely cut himself off from the Force and basically removed, removed, you know, cut himself off, removed himself I you know I don't really see Leia doing that on purpose. Let if, me ask you this: If that makes sense, and you're the only person's you know on this podcast that's qualified to answer this question, as a mother of sons of sons, no less, can twin you, sons, can, you, can twin sons, <laughs> um, could you imagine anything, anything in the world? That would cause you to completely, completely shut yourself off from your sons. Even the most heinous, heinous thing. They're, they'll yeah, always, that's... They'll, they'll always be a part of you that will yes. have that love from just special times when they were young, special mm-hmm. moments. They'll, you'll, they'll always. I mean, don't you feel like? You'll always have some kind of connection that can never be severed. I mean, honestly, yes, I do as as a mother. I mean, even I mean, and I I don't spend a lot of time speculating. About well, let's this. just say let's just say but, you were the mother of Ben Solo. So we'll take your own kids yeah. out of the equation. All right. <laughs> so we're not projecting them to be future Kylos. All right. But let's yeah, say. Please. One of your children was Ben Solo and lived his life and stuff like that. 
superimpose yourself as Leia. Mm hmm. I think that in the end, after Leia sees Luke again for the last time, and Luke, you know, she kind of has this moment of hopelessness where, you know, it's over. Um, and then, and then Luke arrives and Luke says to Leia, you know, no one's ever really gone. And I think in that moment for Leia, and I know at that moment he's, he's, she's got Han's dice, but you know, Ben is a piece of her and Han. So I think when she reconnects with Luke the hopelessness that she felt, the loss of Ben, the loss of Han, I think she's able to regain that hope. And so I think as a mother, uh, you know, if if I were in her shoes hearing that, I think that she would have hope again that, you know, he's in there somewhere. He's not lost completely. And that, you know, she, as his mother, you know, he's still, he's still a part of her, despite the horrible, awful, terrible things that he's done. Okay, well said. So, I, I think in the end that, you know, if, if I were in Leia's shoes, I would probably be feeling that, Maybe somewhere deep down, no matter how small it was, there might be a part of her son that's still there and accessible to her. So that's how I feel. This is a very deep episode. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's good. It's good. Soul cleansing. Um, But I mean, because. I still don't want him to be redeemed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, I mean, my my point with before we kind of got that is that I think I just, um, you know, I just, I think that due to factors outside of our control, you know, as, you know, we, we've talked about before, but. You know, I think I think unfortunately we're going to be robbed of a little bit of that right because because of Carrie's passing. So, you know, it'll just be curious to see how they wrap it all up. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Or if maybe Carrie's passing will play into it at all. I mean, we still have no inclination what they're planning on doing. Not that they'll probably tell us. And I, yeah, I, I, I would imagine that'll be one piece of the film that will not get spoiled. I, exactly I how they yeah. handle Carrie. I hope. Yeah. I hope. The internet is a terrible place. Yeah, so we'll that's see. true. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but scum and villainy. Yeah. Wretched hive. Um, any final thoughts on Ray and Kylo? Man, I'm still processing your whole, uh, 
your whole thing about the mom thing. I'm just like, wow. Um, <laughs> like I'm thinking you know. that's all really good points and I'm trying to counter it. But at the same time, it's like, well, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm going, I'm going through everything. I think I know about Leia at the moment. And I'm like, okay, her whole planet blew up, but she took the time to comfort a random farm boy that lost an old man he met two days ago. <laughs> Leia's a really, really strong woman. Who she met the mm-hmm. day before, by the way. A farm yeah. boy that she <laughs> met the day before, or that yeah. day, who met the so, old man two days ago. She always puts the cause over herself. Mm-hmm. So every, everything you said, I totally, I, I love that. I believe in that. I, I, I agree with that, but I'm also trying to see how that would work in tandem with just what we know about Leia and personal crisis, so to speak. We get a, we get a slight hint of, that in Force Awakens with, like, yeah, well, this is happening. I'm just going to devote myself completely to the Resistance and yeah. Han, Han cope by going back to his smuggling ways. Just You do what you know, and Leia knows how to lead and fight. And she buries her personal stuff because it gets in the way of that. <laughs> You're making me think too much tonight, guys. This is... <laughs> I'm gonna be up at like three in the morning, just staring at my ceiling, just like. But if that's true, then what if Ray wasn't the last Jedi? What? What if the Sweeper Boy is? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> no more. No. no, I have enough to think about. No, yeah, that's all really interesting, awesome perspectives tonight. Here's my uh, my final um, hopes for the Ray and Kylo connection. I hope that in All this right. in this final film that that they explore the dichotomy of the dark and the light even more and get into um more more of the issues of of what makes up the darkness and what makes up the light and what that connection between the two is. And give us something maybe a little new to to wrap things up with. And then at some point, sever that connection between the two of them and give us a hell of an ending. So I can't believe that this only just came to me now. Okay. I blame it on not getting enough sleep. All right. Do What did you guys think of the whole connection between the two of them? How could we not have talked about this yet? Was that like you were okay with that? It was weird. What? How did you feel about that? The fact that Snoke connected the two of them. Did you think that was done well? Did you hate it? Did you like it? What? Because we've uh, never seen that before, really. In, not on that in level. Movies. Yeah, we've seen force connections before. You know, but not on a level like that. Not not like hallucinating and seeing one another. But you've got Leia and Luke in Empire 
connecting with one another through the Force. You've got Luke and Han connecting with one another through the Force in that Luke was hallucinating. Well, Luke was connected with Ben, and then Han comes through at the end. I think that was a way of Luke using the Force to bring draw Han in on Hoth. Huh. Hmm. Han is force sensitive. Confirmed. Um, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know, obviously, <laughs> Luke and Vader sensing one another through the force. Luke. Luke seeing the force ghosts. You know, these are these are all connections through the force that are pre-established. You know, mm-hmm. and. And so now this takes that to another level where they can spy on one another, see each other with their shirts off and all that. Um, and, and I was okay with them. I take, was waiting for Ben Swallow to show up. Right. It's like, <laughs> seriously, there it is. Uh huh. And, um, and, and I think it's just taking force powers to another place that we haven't seen before. And that's always interesting to me. So I was totally cool with it. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, I actually, I thought the connection was well done, and I I liked how, um, how Ryan did that. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't have any complaints about that. I thought it was really cool, and I personally, um, and this is my own opinion, but, which may or may not be shared by you guys, but I like that we're seeing we're seeing expanded force powers. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not just lifting rocks or, you know, using your mind to, to call to your sister when you've gotten your hand chopped off. Like there's more, there's more things you can do with the force. I mean, which makes total sense to me because, you know, if the force is an energy field that's everywhere, you should be able to manipulate it in all sorts of different ways, right? You know, so so I, I mean, I personally love between between what we've seen here in the Last Jedi and what we've seen in in the animated shows like Rebels um, and the Clone Wars. You know, getting more of this kind of like expanded Force powers. So I dig it. Yeah. No, I thought it was. I thought it was done well. I'm just. I know that's all. You know, there have certainly been people that I weren't as thrilled with that. So. I was just curious as to what your reactions were to it. Hmm. Initially, I was kind of turned off the first time. Just because I thought, all right, well, they did kind of connect a few times in TFA. Kylo was all trying to probe her mind. She ended up probing his mind. I figured it was something (laughs) like that. And I thought, all right, well, okay, I guess their minds are still linked. But like you said, the way it was handled, as, a, as it was actually Snoke's master plan because he felt some sort of conf- – that's, that's what went down, right? Snoke kind of felt some conflicted feelings there yeah, from Kylo about her, mm-hmm. and he used that to his advantage. I thought that was a great reveal. It's like, okay, yeah, that's smart. It plays into it. It's not just a – coincidence that ends up playing a bigger part in the plot it was by that like that by design Mm -hmm. by the big bad himself i'm like okay that's that's freaking great palpatine didn't even do that with vader and luke yeah so i i like the way it 
was revealed to have actually been happening. Mm-hmm. And upon taking viewings, you know, repeated viewings, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate that now a lot more. Because <laughs> for a second there, too, the first night I was like, oh, is it the lightsaber that's doing it? Because, you know, I called to her and then that lightsaber mm. belongs to me. So that would definitely have been interesting. But I, I dug it. Cool. All right. Yeah, that was my sorry tangent as we're trying to wrap up. But I was like, hey, how can we not even talk about that? <laughs> All right, cool. Well, okay, one last thing that I, now I'm like, why didn't we talk about this? Sorry, folks, it's just late. Um, <laughs> Kylo taking out Snoke. Big bad of the supposed trilogy going out in the middle of the second film, allowing Kylo to take the front seat. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on that? Cause that, that, no, no, dude, I freaked out. I was yeah. like, I literally yelled in the theater, what the hell is going on? I loved it, though. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cat Ray did. Yeah, I, I I didn't see it coming, and I loved it, and I, I don't think they could have done it better. That was just so cool, mm-hmm. the it way so that yeah. they really did that. Done. Absolutely. And, um... I mean, arrogance I was, of the dark side, man. At the same time, I was confused by it because, hey, isn't he supposed to be in the final act? Isn't he the the puppet master pulling all the strings? Isn't he supposed to be the emperor? But then the more I thought about it, the more I loved it because, no, he's not. He's not the emperor. He's not the one in control of everything. Now that position has moved to Kylo, and and he's now the one in charge of, of everything. And it was by his hand. He struck down his master and took his place. How Sith is that? That's crazy. Totally. So now does does Kylo take an apprentice? I mean, probably not because he wants to destroy the past wants, and all that. Yeah, he wants to end it all. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, I I mean, totally cool with it. Loved it. Wasn't expecting it. The only loophole I can think of is that the whole time um, Snoke was some kind of Luke Skywalker astral projection. But then that was some good astral projecting, putting himself cut in half with his tongue sticking out. So Yeah, on the floor. <laughs> and, and Luke falling was, over. Uh, yeah, you could, you could pass a lightsaber right through Luke. But, uh, yeah, that was well, cool. Well, you could pass a lightsaber right through Snoke, too. Just <laughs> Right. With different, yeah, results. different results. <laughs> totally. Well played, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I actually, well, I love that because that whole throne room scene was was great. So I I am not sad that Snoke is dead. I do oh, not so want him. I'm so glad he's gone. I do not want him to come back. I don't really care that, and I am not outraged that no. Ryan Johnson killed him in yeah, not at all. the second part of this movie, this trilogy, like, nope, that's fine. Let Ky- I mean, this is like, let Kylo step into that. You know, he wants to be the villain? Good. Like, get rid of Snoke. Step into that role. Do it. I am totally on board with that. Seriously. That, that was an A++ decision. Thank you, Ryan Johnson, for killing Snoke. Not sorry about that at all. Yeah, it's just Ryan Johnson going, no, we're not doing that again. No. Nope. Well, you know, and, and, and honestly... I don't need to know Snoke's backstory. His his mm-hmm. his 
the the part of his character is over now. It it doesn't matter. None of that matters. His, his character was a device to get Ben Solo into Kylo and make him what he mm-hmm. is now heading into the third film. So it doesn't matter what Snoke was. He was the bad guy. Now he is the dead guy. And that's all dead we guy. need to know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Had things been established differently in The Force Awakens? Had he not been presented as just a as a Palpatine 2.0, yeah, maybe we'd be having a different conversation if it went down like this the same mm-hmm. way. Yeah, but honestly, yeah, like I applaud this decision too. We we just did not need that again. It's like darkness, good, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> all yeah. more of the same. Just, just I'm sitting on my throne talking about the Force. Yeah, he turns his saber towards you, and like, oops, it's me, arrogance again. Bye bye. Yeah, we've seen it all. Like, thank you, getting it out of the way. Now let the real, actually interesting character take center stage here, and just let him do his thing now. So yeah, uh, I, I don't know why people are so obsessed with the backstory of a character that's basically just we know what we're, we're we know what we're gonna get from Snoke. Pretty much, he's been around for a while. He learned for stuff here. He interacted with this character here. It's all going to be broken down like that at some point. And everyone's going to be like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's cool to know. Then that's it. Right? I mean. Yep. So. Ah, good riddance. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Not sorry. Not sorry at all. <laughs> cool. Any any final thoughts before we wrap up here? Um, I love Ray. Don't kill Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I echo that sentiment, and I love the Last Jedi. It's a great film, and I can't watch it. To, wait to watch it over and over when the Blu-ray is in my hands and the digital download is on my phone and I can take it everywhere I go and just really dive into it. Can't wait. Yes. One of my students today, she was at my desk at work and she's like, she just got kind of looked around a bit. She's like, there are too many porgs here. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked around and I'm like, hmm. Can we blame her with her their creepy shark eyes? Like, <laughs> yes, we can blame her. They're adorable. <laughs> I love them. No such thing as too many porgs. First Star Wars creature to win me over out of pure cuteness. <laughs> That's pork there, pork there. Everybody, everybody gets a pork. Porgs are everywhere. <gasps> pork for you and a pork for you. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all the porgs. We're porging out. <laughs> See what you did there, John. See what you did there. Ha. Ha. Well, having said all that, what do you say we put a cap on this episode? Adrian, tell us where they can find us. People can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Force Fan Podcast. And they can find me specifically on Twitter and Instagram at Blue Lab Pro. And on my portfolio website, bluelabpro.com, where I'm also blogging my 365 movie and cinemagraph challenge. 
I am watching one movie a day and making a cinemagraph and blog post for each movie that I watch. I am currently, as of the rec- as, as as of this recording, I am on day 57, 58. So far, so good. I am tired. <laughs> I have seen too many damn movies. But I'm keeping up with it, so there's that. One more to watch tonight. <sighs> yeah, I gotta watch a movie after this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Leave a comment on on them. Tell me, recommend some movies. Just uh, share your thoughts. Sweet, Cat Ray. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cat Ray. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that John Fred, and also on my Facebook page, John K Frederick. Uh, a couple quick shout outs. I'd like to give another shout out to. RadarToys.com. Thanks again for for believing in us and and partnering with us for some great giveaways coming your way very soon. Also, a shout out to uh, uh, past um, guests on this show, Beefcake and Matt, um, for for helping us with the Radar Toys thing. I mean, you guys are the best, and uh, we love you guys, and thanks for being Fans of the Force. And a very quick special shout out to Star Wars fan Kevin Smith, who I'm a big fan of. And he and I are the same exact age by just a couple of months. And uh, he's recovering from a heart attack right now as as we're recording this, this podcast. And I just want to, I know this message probably won't get directly to you, but express my love and my admiration for everything you do. Um, you know, a, a little homage to you. I changed my Twitter and Instagram to that John Fred because yours is that Kevin Smith. And I thought that was cool. And so <laughs> that's where I stole that little little nugget from. It's a little homage to Kevin Smith. So I love that's you, nice. brother. Heal up fast. May the force be with you always. May the force be with you.